Of course, it is episode three of your favorite show. It's called VVIP, which generally stands for very, very important people. And those are facts. But today, it's with a little bit of a twist. It's all about your vote, your voice, and your VVIP experience. This is Voter Voices in Politics, a show brought to you by CliffCentral.com. My name is Leban Khosana, and welcome to episode three. If it's your first time joining us, then I must say you are in for a treat, right? We are chatting to a wide variety of 2Ks. If you don't know what I'm a 2K are, I suggest you check out the Urban Dictionary because, wow, you are late. We have so many great, energetic, enthusiastic youth in South Africa and it's time for them to shine. The purpose of the show is just to hear what's going on in their minds, especially because 2024 is the general election coming up. It's our 30th anniversary as a democracy in South Africa. So here you'll hear diverse perspectives, concerns as well as visions as we explore the vital role that young voices play in shaping the nation's future. So welcome our VVIPs. Thank you for having us. To the show. So I will start on this side. Everybody, please tell me your name, your age, and where you grew up. Okay. So my name is Black Flower Kingdom, but my proper name is Nomatamsanganene, and I grew up in Proteatlin in Soweto, and I'm 19 years of age, doing first year at Boston. Lovely. Molweni, uh, this is Omar Kinyalambisa. I am from Eastern Cape, grew up here in Johannesburg at Q, 20 years old, and I'm finishing off my studies at Boston. Lovely. Hi, my name is uh, Itamakhen Sidiso, a.k.a. Itere DJ. I'm a final year student from Boston Media House. I'm majoring in radio. And of course, I'm 23 years. I grew up in Mafikeng, born and bred. And yeah. Here you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Madidi Malo. Um, um, I am a petty girl from Pretoria. Yes. Um, I am 21 years of age. And yeah. That's me. Welcome. Last but not least. Yes. Hi, I'm Anele Sibanyoni, but y'all can call me Paula. Okay. I'm 22 and I'm from the East Rand of Johannesburg, which oh. is the best rand, in my opinion. You know, people <laughs> from the East Rand say that a lot. You know what I'm saying? I hear that all the time. I mean, but it's true though, right? <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for being here today. I think like we're really just excited to chat to all of you, get to know exactly what y'all think of the country. So, First and foremost, who is voting in the general elections next year? Put your hand up. Where? Where? I said up. <laughs> Y'all are <Where>? like. <laughs> okay, so it's like three and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll start yeah. with I'll start with you. You you just did nothing. Like so, you are just not voting at all. Yeah. No, I, I don't believe that. Even if I vote, it will make a change. Oh, word. Yeah. Hectic. Why? Why do you think that way? I think um personally the the problems are so uh they're so internal mm. right and they're so deep rooted that um even just to get that sense of I voted you know you just it's a, like a, you're voting just to vote it's mm. not really who you're really happy with winning it's just you're voting so that the other person doesn't win mm. so you're not voting for who you want to win voting so the other party doesn't win damn that's so sad why are you voting I'm voting because I believe there is change. Yes, it might take time to see change of 30 years of black empowerment, whatever mm. they did, whatever corruption. It will be hard for the next party to change, but let's give them a chance. Let, okay. Let's give someone else a chance. Yeah. yeah. I like hope nyana, you know, <laughs> hey, guys, something out of something. Yeah. And why are you sort of voting? Like, you were like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I wasn't sure. 
But now I think I have to vote mm-hmm. to make change, to mm-hmm. make a difference. As a youth member, I think it's very important for us to be able to figure out what is it that we can do as youth in improving our um you know our lives sure. in general. Because sure. I don't want to mention, but can I mention ah, whatever that I want? This is your platform. <laughs> yeah, this is I, VIP. Know, I feel like ANC is not doing so much as it should. Mm. As a village boy, I grew up in the village area, mm. and there's so much that needs to be done. Komaike, komaike. We've yeah. been told that changes are still gonna come, things are still gonna be happening, but nothing is happening. Mm. I think now it's been over two decades mm, where mm. they have been promising the community members or the society that, no, we're going to come and make change. Even now, when it's rainy days, people can go to, to town. People can mm. travel because the roads are completely bad. Mm. So I think if I were to vote, I will make a very huge difference. And mm. also that will inspire other people also to vote that are under youth to be able to make change together. Sure. Because that's very important sure. for the upcoming generation as well. Of course, of course. Ladies in the corner, <laughs> why are we voting? I think both of you were a little bit like... We were also mixed. <laughs> so why are we voting next year? Um, I think mainly because I would like to see something different. Good. Um, I think so much has been done so far, yeah? But mm. we haven't really seen much change. Mm. And I think if maybe we can try something different with a different party, as much as like there are options, but we know mm. that it's still going to be something very shaky. But maybe if we see how they can do maybe mm. for these particular years i don't know maybe mm. something can happen sure yeah okay yeah. okay okay and then i just like to jump on her bandwagon and just say like it's it's a conflicting situation to be in because mm. you want change you know what you have to do to get that change but you're like there's no assurance that you're actually going to receive the change that you want especially for the youth mm. who are the next generation in you know, everything. Like, we're the next people to be paying taxes. I don't want to be paying taxes and not be seeing improvements in sure. the roads, sure. in the schools, sure. in the healthcare departments. Mm. Like, I want my money to to show that, okay, cool. It's going to it's going towards something that... Yeah. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. What are your thoughts on the current ruling party? I mean, we've already name-dropped. We all know who they are. <laughs> But, you know, things are getting difficult. They've had 30 years to prove that they are the guy, you yeah. know. And, it, like, let's be honest, it's been quite a challenge. Yeah. Um, so what's your honest opinion on the current ruling party? I think... Okay, they did try. Yeah. They did try a lot, but there's obviously some corruptions. We can't hide that. There is so much corruption in the NC. There's so much corruption in the government system on its own. So they did try, but they did not try enough, just enough to to help everyone. Mm, you know, mm. they only helped, yeah, a few people. <coughs> themselves. Like, <only> themselves, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <Econ. laughs> yeah ish. so yeah, I think the ruling party must just go. Sorry. Ooh. Bye. Okay. Yeah. They just got to go. Yeah, um, I think, as uh, Samsung said, ANC, they tried. Um, but where I'm at right now is I don't see any difference with any party. Mm. Right? If you, fan. If they're all the same. Mm. Um, if you look at their respective municipalities, where they run, if you, like, you don't look at the glam, if you look at like, the real issues, mm. sometimes I even feel like it's 
we're better off with ANC than their issues, right? Because mm. where I'm from, I'm from Eastern Cape, right? Mm. ANC runs Eastern Cape. Even after that whole Kabecha thing, the stadium being done and given false promises. But mm. then, let's say when I go to Cape Town and then I see the living conditions there, it's like, hey, you see, so mm. they did have 30 years. Mm. They failed. Mm. Um, they obviously chose themselves. The yeah. money keeps going to them. Sure. But honestly, because um, you asked for honestly, I, yes. I just think... None of the better. parties are even good candidates. Like, mm. they might have a quality you like of them, mm. but that doesn't really mean, like, your ex has a quality you like of them. <laughs> doesn't mean that they're a good person. <laughs> you get me? So I feel the same with the other parties, just because they might have one positive that ANC doesn't have, mm. doesn't mean that it makes me, uh, now I must go give them my votes and sure. fully, because I feel like when, when you're voting, you're basically saying, I'm standing behind you. Exactly. And yeah. I'm trying to see you win. Mm. Yeah. Right? So... I, I honestly believe there's a false sense of I'm going to vote for this. And if you're not even truly happy with yeah. it, why are you doing it from the beginning? Even if you want to be the change you want to see. And because I am media driven, and as Angos Nati said, I would do that media enterprise. Mm. My issues right now are just swifted to the media and the whole gatekeeping thing. Sure. I think the political is just a bigger mountain to climb. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's just too big for me. So I'd rather <laughs> stay out of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if you stay out of it, know that there's consequences. There's consequences. Right? Yeah. Like you can't complain about anything. Mm -hmm. Like if you see a pothole, you better keep quiet because you didn't do anything to change that. Right? Yeah, yeah. If you're cool with that, then I, that's <laughs> fine. You know? Alrighty. Well, in my perspective, I think the current ruling party is incredibly bad mm. with everything. Okay. So as a youngster that grew up in rural areas, right, I made sure that I put myself um, to the top mm. because there was no opportunities where I come from. So Northwest, Mafiking, Ward 24, the services are completely bad. Mm. From the tar roads, it's not even tar roads, like the gravel roads gravel. to schools mm. to clinics um, to... Like, everything in general. Yeah, they don't care. Mm. I think the reason why they don't care is because of we are way far from um, the townships, to say. Mm. So I think maybe that's why they don't really care about um, the communities that are really far from the townships. Because it's like, okay, we are here, we chowing the money that we chowing. We don't really care about other people, what they're going through and stuff like that. Mm. So imagine now you have to travel for like an hour to go to a clinic. <laughs> and that time when it's rainy days, you can't even travel because mm. the road is completely bad. Mm. People are losing their lives. Mm. There is no change. Mm. Even if I were to say like I'm voting next day, like I'm saying, I don't think that can make much difference because of if I'm there, who am I also inspiring to be um, where I'm at or where I want to be? Hmm. Damn. Deep. Wow. Yeah, no, who deep, guys? <laughs> it's, but it's a real thing. Yeah. Um, it definitely is a real thing. And it's just so sad. And it's such a, a pity that this is how bad it's gotten. Mm -hmm. To the point where we don't even identify ourselves as possible positive influences for the next generations you yeah. know like the bar is so low mm. uh but you know when it gets this low it means that there's only one way and that's up mm. and that's why we're having these conversations so that we can find some solutions as to why you feel the way you feel yeah. as to why you've just given up so much because in your giving up 
there's potentially you know one minimum one child who just needs you to believe so that they can believe Mm -hmm. and the fact that the current ruling party is taking that away from you and from the potential people that you can influence Mm -hmm. is nonsense it's absolute nonsense ladies what are our thoughts on the current ruling party yeah i i think i'm gonna add on to what ite said Mm. um the government is creating a numb nation, a young, I mean, a numb next generation. Sure. And I say numb because so many people, if you ask a person what they aspire to become, mm. they will tell you, but then they will tell you that there's not much to do with this in South Africa. Mm. A person can dream to be an artist, for example, in South Africa, but look at how many artists are suffering in South Africa as compared to internationally. Sure. We look at people that dream to become lawyers even, for example, something so academic, mm. but they don't get anywhere. Mm. Even when they have to do, to do um, their articles, it's, it's a drag because then people are also gatekeeping. Mm. So I say a numb nation because people would rather drink than to actually focus on their futures. So the government is not really doing as much as they need to do because I think it's more let's take off take care of us instead mm. of taking care of the nation as meant to be. Sure. So I think that's the main problem. That's mm. why I'm saying even if I do vote, I'm probably going to look for something different but there's not much options. Mm. So it's bad. I got hot. I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hot. Hey, yeah, ANC, wow. I feel like for ANC's term as an entirety, mm. I think they were just trying to get some sort of footing in comparison with the previous ruling party, so mm-hmm. the apartheid regime. Yeah. I feel like they were trying to establish themselves within the economy. So it was all about, okay, let's set ourselves up mm. so that our generation, like our people's generations are good so that if we go back to those 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 times, like we'll be sorted. Yeah. We're, yeah. But they weren't thinking about the rest of black South Africans at the time or even now. They were just mm. trying to, and like, like I don't want to say, I don't want to come across some type of way but like we come most of our actions are from a place of hurt mm-hmm. you know we're still carrying that emotional even me personally i'm carrying that emotional baggage of what my people mm-hmm. <laughs> quote unquote no we're definitely we, a broken society yeah we are mm. so like it was just a scramble of security sure yeah. yes for sure. them and mm. not thinking about us as a whole nation yeah. and the people like I don't even want to like just isolate it to like townships. It's in general, even if you're in corporate, you've got mm. your job, mm. you're you no know, earning good bucks, mm. you're still not secure in sure. that position because sure. it's like, mm, this might not last. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, like, I don't know. And as for deciding which party then to vote for, it's like, all everyone is going to have their own agendas in mind mm. to yeah. serve their agenda. You know what I mean? So how can you trust Uti if I vote for Action SA or EFF or DA or Uti? Like you're gonna get what you you're voting for. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. I mean, the list is long as yeah. far as problems <laughs> in the country. You know, I think it's it's about which one do you think the most should be dealt with first. If you prioritize unemployment, find the party that has a solid solution for yeah. that. Um, because realistically, 
we are not going to find a party that's going to do Perfect. everything mm. perfectly to our liking. You know, they will, some of them will have their flaws. However, again, it's being true to yourself, being true to your community, identifying the problems that you are currently facing and finding a party that prioritizes those solutions is a start. You know? Can ask a question. Certainly. Okay, because I, I, was, I was just thinking about it and mulling over, like when you're saying, if you don't uh, vote, mm. you shouldn't have a say, right? Mm. So where I stay, the, the municipality is DA, right? Yeah. And it's almost as if there's no difference, the same as it would be with an ANC one. Mm. Still have portals and stuff. So my yes, question is, mm. if I don't vote, mm. and let's say there's a new party DA, which I've already then experienced DA because they're my municipality, right? Mm. I'm paying taxes. Mm. It's still want to be the same issues that I had with ANC. Mm. So for for like for you to say then you shouldn't have a say, I think it's I won't say it's hypocritical, but if I already was dealing with them mm. during that time period and now they're the new ruling party, because I think from the capitalist point of view, no one wants EFF to win because of their radical mm. moves. Mm -hmm. So then the most obvious party is DA, right? So mm, if let's say mm. DA wins, they still want to be portals. They still mm, want to be load shedding. Mm. But these issues I hear get that. No, that, that's a fair question. And I wish I was a political expert so I can, you know, give you the correct answer. But just as a South African citizen, mm. what I can say is what is the best and most efficient way for you to make immediate change in your immediate environment? What are your options as far as you making a difference in your household, in your circle, in your community. One of those options is to vote. It may not be the best. It may not be the only, but it's one of. And it's probably just the first. It's a start. Just to at least get you in the system of thinking. Because when you're in the mindset of, I'm going to vote, you're going to do your research. You're going to check out who are these parties? Who are my options? Right now, your complaint is that ANC and D are doing the same things. What are the other parties that are trying to get that war doing? What are they saying? Who have they put in power? Those leaders, do they have qualifications? What are their track records? The more invested you are in the process of research and having your voice heard, the more you'll feel like, at least I did something. At least. You may not see the fruits of it because maybe the party that you vote for doesn't win, but you did a thing and you voted versus the guy that just doesn't vote and just sits and complains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I hope that, you know, makes you reconsider. I mean, I'd love for you to vote, bro. That's what I'm saying, you know? Like, <laughs> it's it's a chance. You may not get the immediate results now, but it's also not for you. It's for the generation after you. You know what I'm saying? So we need to lead by example is the point. Yeah. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So we're talking voting. We're talking politics. You know, it's lit. If you were voted as president and it's done, we voted, you are the girl. What is the first thing that you would change or improve in your new position as president of South Africa? That's a nice and tricky question. I love it. Um, so honestly, my focus, I'm big on education. I'm big on education, serving yeah. skills to um, young people. Studying at a young, a tender age would actually mm. really make much of a difference when they're out of high school. Because mm. not everyone wants to go to varsity, not everyone wants to go to college. So you can use those skills that you got go primary, go high school, mm. after high school. Sure. So I would really, really, really focus on education. 
because corruption is what you corner guys mm. whether i become president or not mm. it's either i'm not going to do it but people under me will do it mm. so my I'll, i'll be big on education improving yeah. the education improving system education. lovely sir um if i was president uh, okay this is very tricky It is. <laughs> it's not a trick question. Yeah, like, trick question you know, just like <laughs> it's because there's, there's so many things to do. But hey, good yeah, day, yeah, um, focus on something. Yeah. Okay, I'd okay, I'd find a balance between media and politics because media is like a, a huge driving force here. Mm, like, especially mm. like when Springboks won, like mm. how the nation came together. Mm. Wasn't right? that just lovely? Yeah, that was, was so beautiful. Oh, guys, begum nandi, sasem nandi, still nice right now. <laughs> so I'll try find a way where because I also feel like maybe a lot of our media is still very linear mm, right and mm. a lot of the youth as as much as we still do listen to radio a lot of people like listening to Cliff Central make G podcast and mm. we care more about what those people think right mm. so that's why as much as like some old person will tell me something their opinion doesn't really matter to me as much as I've heard it from Cliff Central or mm. Make G's podcast or someone someone that I feel like someone who's relatable. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I think I'd first start by I don't know if this is a word, but multi choice can't be like the only like the the monopoly thing that's happening. Mm. I try to find a way where there's like a lot of uh, media companies, yeah. and through those then have a legislation where we're pushing uh, then. Like how you try to convert me into a voter? Oh, is that what I just did? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have 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 like positive media flowing through mm. because I think also something that probably shaped up my opinions the media that I keep seeing then mm. it's, all, it's all negative, changing. yeah, it's all negative. Yeah. So then I think because it's uh, relative to me, I try sure. then change the media and sure. then the carte blanches and stuff, and then put younger people in there so that mm. younger stories are told mm. from a different lens. Yeah. I think you're definitely right. There's like a huge gap in the quality of media that is put out there. Like it's all kind of the same. It's all negative. It's all the world is burning, the end. You know, there's yeah. not a lot of emphasis put on like some of the good stuff that's happening yeah. and also not enough cameras and microphones put in front of young people. Like what we're doing today, it, it saddens me because it's just like 30 minutes of a conversation with a small group of people. If we could have these conversations constantly mm. across the country, you know, that is, I believe, where we can find our solution. So definitely media is like a huge tool that you can create for yourself and build for yourself, gather like-minded people so that you can build on that. And then before you know it, multi-choice will be calling you guys like, hi, is this a Amangani or Amangan Mama? We need your help. <laughs> you know, like we need your guys' help hey, 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 as the voice of the, that is like the real power. It's identifying what you can do within yourself. Mm -hmm. And you know what that is? That is how you make the change. Okay. All right? Cool. Abut Mahikeng. If I was a president. Yes. This is a very tricky question. Mm. But I will start with removing everyone that's inside the parliament. If you are mm. above 60, please mm. retire. Oh, damn. Your time yeah. is up now. Give other people a chance to be sure. able to work. Sure. And then we have nine provinces in South Africa, right? Mm -hmm. So I will have to make sure that each province have a specific organization that is going to be ruling the whole 
mm. um, the whole province, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereby, definitely. Um, so we have Abo. Uh, these these municipalities and these what else? So I think it would be better if we were to have those small and groups mm. in each province just so we can be able to identify the problems that um, communities are facing out there. Sure. Um, I believe that it's not only where I come from. I've seen places from KZN mm. in the news um, mm. that are still suffering even now. Children that are like five to six year old are walking a whole distance, like mm. entire distance to go to school, or to mm. go to a clinic. So people don't look at those small things. Yeah. Mm. The only thing that they think of is eating the money from the government. Yeah. I think if we can just remove all these old people, because I feel like they have the same idea of... Um, uh, um, what do you call the same idea of ruling the country? Sure. All they do is to fight, 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 fight for unnecessary things. They mm. don't look at the important things that can actually benefit other people mm. for tomorrow. Because everything that we do, we think of the next generation. Mm. Are we still going to be what we are now? Is there going to be a change? Mm. If I were to vote, is my vote making a change? Sure. Um. Okay. For an example, I am. City, so right. mm. I come from a place where there are a lack of opportunities. I had to make sure that I pull out for myself. I think I'm the first person from home actually to be at Boston Media House. Mm. So many talents are out there, but mm. just, that, just that they can't be able to go out there and just like find ways for themselves. Mm. It's not easy. Mm. My little sister uh, is a lesbian. She is a very incredible um, soccer player. Mm. But do I look at her and be like, ah, oh, there's so much that I need to do here? Mm. Or it's a thing of, that's okay, we relate bloodline. I'm going to make sure that she goes somewhere. Sure. But if it's somebody else that is not related to me, I'll just look at her and be like, oh, so much of work. Mm. I have so much of things to be focusing on. Yeah. So I think like mm. if you can just come up with like, Th those organizations and tribal all means so the ruling municipality also has to somehow invest in the community sure. if you get a tender to go fix whatever do that don't chow the money there's so much of theft happening in ANC Guys, there's so much of oh. nepotism happening in mm. ANC there's so much of there's so much mm. ANC in jail on its own it's a no-no I mean look I'm not defending them in any way you yeah. know let that be known this is not a defense <laughs> no. of the ANC but Things like corruption and nepotism are not unique to the ANC. Yeah. This is just politics. Yeah. And it's a global issue. Most countries have the same thing, where their politicians are corrupt, mm -hmm. where their politicians are eating the tax money, where there's nepotism. So it's not just us. You know, that does make it okay, but I'm just pointing out that, you know, it's everywhere. It's just, it's, it's humans. Everywhere. You know, it's just, the, it's humans. It's humans are humaning, Yes. I will focus on like job creation for youth. Good. Because good. I feel like there's so many people out there that can do better. Mm. People that I believe in. Mm. People that can make a difference, yes. a change yes. in our society, in our country. Yes. That's very important. Good. Including your sister, ne? Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I think good. that's very important. Shout out, shout out to shout sister. Out to shout sister. out to sister. Sis. We see you. <laughs> 
All right, ladies, what's the first thing that you would do as a presidente? Well, I would focus on financial literacy. Guys, I am so tired of seeing my people in on iBlue it. Yo, guys. I am so tired of seeing that. Honestly. Yo. But financial literacy, adding that as a um a subject of importance in high school. Definitely. High school Mm. or primary. Um I'm not saying they should maybe eliminate life orientation or anything, but maybe if they can add it as Mm. like a major thing, Mm. that would make a huge difference. Because honestly, my people are more focused on materialistic things than mm. actually looking at investments, mm. property, and making sure there's generational wealth. Yeah. So I think that would be of importance. And we are 400 years behind. Yeah. Here. We've got a lot yeah. of catching up to do. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. I love that one. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. All right, Miss President. Mm, uh, I think if I was to be the boss, mm-hmm. um, I like what you mentioned, actually, that uh, corruption and stealing and what is not unique to South Africa. Mm. So, as much as like I want to work on the country, guys, I also want to eat. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Honesty is the best and policy. I, like it's very. I want to be transparent with that. Like, mm. but it was. It also has to be a case where like I'm actually doing the work mm. that needs to be done. Sure. So you know how like in America. Uh, the US of A is the Democrats, Republicans and whatever. Mm. And it's like they steal 20% Mm -hmm. and they use the 80% to do the work. Mm -hmm. Whereas this side is they're stealing 80% and using the 20% to do work. Mm. I feel like sometimes you need to just know how to crack the code a bit. Sure. You know, to get things done. Sure. And as to what I would like focus on mm. I don't want to sound like a pageant queen or anything it's okay world <laughs> peace <laughs> world peace no honestly world peace and the poverty poverty situation that yeah. the whole world is facing like globally like mm. I feel like it makes no sense how there's such a contrast of living conditions mm. like it's either you're the richest of the rich or you're the poorest mm. of the poorest. There's no middle There's ground. There's no middle ground. Mm. And it's just like, if we were at the same level, level, guys, the poor wouldn't need to go after the rich, eat the mm. rich, you know. It would be like, okay, like, you got that, I got that too. Like, we're chilling, you know what I mean? So mm. just to kind of just equalize society. Yeah, I, I love that, theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> but practically, I, it sounds like a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, There's a reason why everybody isn't rich there's a reason why everybody isn't at the same level Mm. the truth of the matter is we aren't all the same which sucks in that you know everybody could at least eat and not have to worry about the basics like shelter and food but you know there are people that need to play their roles in society the problem starts when people get corrupt and greedy and they they take the power and the responsibility that they have and they use that against the little guy. So there's definitely a way to continue and maneuver where we can get to that equality. But, Mm. you know, there's Kibo Mangbo. Who are the richest people? Um, In South Africa. In the world. Oh, in the world. Um, Yes, whoever. Those people have enough money today to give every person on earth like a a million. million. Exactly. That's crazy. But... Do you want a world where every no. single person has a million? Exactly. I was that sounds like such a mess. Like, I wanted like, to add a much so. I feel like it would be like other. we wouldn't, there wouldn't be that rat race. Because now 
what we're living is just okay i need to get this mm, to be able to mm. sustain myself to be able to take care of my family like it's mm. just a rat race a constant rat race so if each of us in this room had a million it's just like oh we're just I living in this room yes but financial literacy <laughs> financial literacy about <laughs> our brothers and sisters out there will not know you see i blew it it will become the most popular show because everybody has a million. Yeah, a million, exactly. So I think definitely if we can find a way to work to that equality, then definitely. However, the work that needs to happen before we give it's everybody a, a million is a lot. There's an educational aspect. There's a practical aspect that other races have been doing for 400 years. Okay. Remember, we're playing catch up. True, because I was going to bring up like in Singapore. Okay. society is like... Lush, like mm. they're just living life. They wake up, they go have their coffee. If they choose to work, they can have that they can work or not. Mm. Always at the mall, and it's like there's no envy. Like there's no oh my gosh, I want what mm. Ite has. I mm. want yeah. what you have because I don't have it. Sure, you know what sure. I mean. But their taxes are also insane. Their education is covered. Their healthcare is all covered. But the taxes that you pay are ridiculous for that soft life. So but you have the money. To pay those taxes, it doesn't hurt your pockets. I mean, tax tax is ridiculous, but in other countries, it's ridiculous. If you think it's bad in South Africa, we actually have it good. A lot of the times, we think your South Africa, guys, other countries as far as taxes go, like trust. Trust. Anyway, let's go to the final question because I mean, we can talk about this for hours and hours. Last question. So you guys are at that stage in your lives where, you know, you're still in school. Some of you are going to be graduating soon. Woo woo. Exciting times. (laughs) You know, shout out, shout out. How do you think the political climate will affect you and your future once you graduate? Because I could honor know there's still school. It's it's comfortable. You know, there's a goal. When you're out in the real world, you're pretty much on your own. So how will the political climate currently affect your future? Um, as a first year student, um, I'm already here trying opportunities for myself yeah. because um, after graduation, there's literal, there's literally little to less hope of if I'll find employment, if mm. I'll not find employment. Mm. Because honestly, in today's work, especially in the media industry, it's either you know someone or you smuggle your way through it. Mm. Like there's even if you can have your degree. They don't care, mm, you know, so mm. it's it's really, it's bad. It's going down bad. It's going down bad and no one is going to save us but ourselves. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Uh-huh. Mr. Media Empire in the Eastern Cape about to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Um, after, well, I'm still doing it right now, but uh, I'm self-employed mm-hmm. um, with my guys. Yeah. My brothers. Yeah. Uh, Abang and Bam. Uh-huh. So the plan is to... Make it bigger than, you know, first eradicate gatekeeping in mm. media mm. and then can become political then. And mm. then everyone can vote for Abang and Bam. Mm. But uh, <laughs> in like in a realist, uh, realistic uh, manner, right? Mm. Um, I think in life you just need, need to take risks. So I'm giving my all into this Abang and Bam thing. Love it. If I fail, I fail. But at least I'll fail knowing something. You did yeah, something. You did yeah. Something, you know? yeah. Um, but... Tele- like production, film, television, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Right? So, so far I've been getting gigs here and there, but mm. it's literally, you wake up and do it for yourself. I so, love that. Mm. You know, no one's going to save you. Mm. You do yeah. it yourself. So that's mm. the mentality I have. Good. And that's the mentality that's going to keep taking me. So Good, yeah. good. Onwards and up. <laughs> yes. I think I've chosen this path for myself mm. to push myself, to mm. create opportunities for myself. 
because I believe that I'm a superstar like that. So period. Bro, <laughs> you ate that. <laughs> so like as as a qualified DJ, as an actor, as a radio host, as a model, as you know, everything in the media space. I mm. don't have to box myself. The multi-talented. I always have to make sure that I create opportunities for myself. Beautiful. I put myself out there so that people can see me. I can be recognized. And the more people recognize me, the more I get more job opportunities, the sure. more I can be able to live the life that I want to live. Sure. And darling, once I'm up there, I'm going to show the money, darling. I but I'm investing. <laughs> I'm gonna invest. Okay, Oscar Libala. Once you arrive, don't forget us. Financial literacy. Yes. <laughs> See. Um, Alrighty. Yeah. Well, um, I don't really think it's gonna affect me that much. Okay. Um, mainly because, like everyone is saying right now, we are all trying to find our path. We are mm. trying to make our own way, mm. basically. So, if I can find that international relation somehow, mm. I feel like I'll be gone because, mm -hmm. honestly, our economy is bad. Sure. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm just basically going to find my way, um, make sure I make connections whichever way I can. Mm. And, yeah, I don't, I don't like boxing myself. Yeah, so, yeah. I believe it's not going to affect me. Yeah. yeah. Aight, aight. And last but certainly not least. <laughs> um, I actually don't know. Mm. Like, I don't like to stress about the future like that because already what we're living is, it's complicated, right? Mm. So if we had to put more thought in how life would be affecting me, politically wise mm. when I'm like graduated and a part of fully fledged adulthood, you mm, know, mm, mm. I, I I don't want to, to think of it, but I just think I'd be paving my own way. Like, mm. um, I don't even know how to put it into words. Actually, I'd just be doing things, whatever they may be. <laughs> To make sure that I'm good and good. the people around me are good, That's and just helping myself and not depending on a government sure. to to dictate how my life path will go. That's yeah, so strong. That's I feel like you you all have the same consensus, which is that nobody's coming to save us. Yeah. We are responsible for ourselves mm -hmm. and our futures, and I think that is such a good place to be at your ages because then you can only grow and mature. With that mentality. Yeah. Yes, honey. I want to ask you a question. Right? Go for it. So, do you Don't think ask me who I'm voting for next No, day. I'm not going to ask you that. <laughs> so, since we're always talking about, like, the future and stuff. Yeah. Do you think, like, um, the... King, South African, what? The text um, thing is... SARS. SARS. Yeah, SARS. Mm -hmm. Do you think, like, SARS is, like, getting more money from people in the industry, like entertainment industry, mm. more than any other industry. Because now in this industry, people houses can be repossessed and, and, and compared to other industries. Mm. It's like we're making more money in this industry, but we're not making more money, but we're getting more um, mm. money out of our pocket. So I think the nature of this industry is one that is risky and difficult to pretty much just put into theory because it's entertainment. It mm. just, it base, it's based on other people. Mm. If you are entertaining enough, then you'll eat. Mm. It's not, <laughs> that's, a, that's the bottom yeah, line. No, I mean, COVID was the perfect example. How many of our artists yeah, suffered no, because they weren't going to concerts and they mm. weren't going to there watch, no there were no gigs. So it's kind of all based on the audience and how, much of the audience's attention you can still grasp, yeah. right? So where SARS comes in, I think 
you know, and I can only speak from what I've seen and experiences that with artists that really make it, mm-hmm. they make so much money, but only in a small period. Mm-hmm. And it's up to them to use their money wisely to then purchase um, mm-hmm. a house and purchase cars or Makes invest sense. in businesses or whatever the case is. Whereas back to financial literacy, not a lot of True. artists are thinking like that. They're thinking, oh, I just did a gig. I've got this 1.2 million I blew it. Indio, Indio. I'm going to but buy an expensive <laughs> car that you can't even afford it versus yeah. buying a house that you pay off in one go. Oh God, so exactly. thinking ahead is obviously a big part of it. But as far as SARS and other industries go, um, www.google.com. <laughs> also, there's some answers there. www.sars.com. There's also some answers yeah. there. But just do you um, figure out what inspires you what keeps your fire going what keeps your fashion your passion and your flame mm-hmm. alight and focus on that if you can continuously be true to yourself then at no point should SARS be a problem because you'll be paying your taxes you'll be fine you won't get somebody knocking on your door when you turn 48 and they say you owe us whatever you five million I think when I get in the industry and I start making money, I'll pay my tax up front. So I don't have Do to that. Do that. And also be financially literate Literate. so that you know what you're getting yourself into and get get help. You know, there's there's resources in the form of bankers that studied these things so we don't have to. That can help you with your money. Mm -hmm. So also another thing is don't always put everything on yourself. You're not going to manage yourself and HR yourself and PR yourself and find and make up yourself and style yourself. Sir, you know, find <laughs> find a team, you know, find a bangani that Absolutely. can be there for you and guide you. And it's part of creating um it's part of creating employment, exactly. creating employment in that form. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Thank you to all of you. I think this was thebomb.com. <laughs> Let's do this again. And thank you at home for watching and listening. I hope you're feeling as inspired as I am. These kids have so much to say and they are so passionate and so alive. Uh, and so let's do this again. Thank you for watching VVIP. Same time, same place next week. This is Boom. Oh, thank Bye. you. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is so nice. Oh,